Hey guys, welcome to the White Linen Walk podcast. This podcast is all about growing in your walk with Christ. From your attitude to evangelizing, from how to walk out a godly romantic relationship, to how to overcome depression and anxiety. This is for the Christian girls out there that are longing to become the Christian women God desires them to be. Stay fresh. Hey guys, welcome to this episode of the White Linen Walk podcast. I am pumped to talk about today's topic. I'm really excited. I am currently actually using my phone to record right now because I have temporarily misplaced my microphone. I haven't lost it, praise God, but I do not have it with me at said moment. So we are going to be going with this and hopefully it works well. I've used it in the past when I first started out doing my podcast, so hopefully it works. But um, yeah, we'll just get into it, and I'm super excited, so I hope you guys are excited as well. It's going to be a good one. Okay, so first to start off this episode, I apologize if I'm being kind of quiet. Um, I am recording this kind of late in the house, so I want to be courteous of those around me, but, um, (laughs) it'll be, it'll be a good time. We're gonna, we're gonna go with the flow and go where Holy Spirit leads us, y'all. First of all, I hope you guys are doing wonderful. I hope your week has been amazing. Um, my week has been super busy, nonstop, um, super good, but very, very, very busy, and I know that, like, oftentimes we can get in those kind of weeks and everything, and you just gotta, like, rest in the Lord, because otherwise, oh my gosh, it can, it just gets way overwhelming really fast, so, um, praise God for his grace and his mercy that has kept me going that worship music early in the morning and um those also midnight snacks (laughs) so um along with that I want to start off with talking about how I used to be actually when I was um I was still a a Christian and everything um but it it was like kind of surface level christian and everything like that it was more so of um i was quote unquote like a good person and a good christian but um i was never really satisfied i felt kind of like empty or like i was missing um not necessarily like missing something but like whenever I would crave something or desire something like for TV or something like that if there was um a TV series that I loved like love love loved I would binge it and then after I would get through the rest of the TV show or finish it or like um there wouldn't be another episode until like a week later or something like that like my my, um, I would crave it, I would, I would, like, thirst after, like, oh, I need more, like, where is that, like, good show, I need it in my life, I need to finish it, or maybe it's, um, what that, like, that thing that you're thirsting after is something like, 
um, alcohol, like you're constantly drinking or something like that. And even though you're constantly drinking and partying it up, like you still are thirsting for something and you just don't know what it is. And so that's what it was like for me back in like 2016, I want to say probably era of my life, which I was just talking to a friend about this earlier today. And um, because I was showing him some old Instagram photos and I was like, oh yeah, like this is a different part of my life. Like, don't judge me. Ha ha ha. But I was like, I was, he was like, were you, he asked me if I was, um, partying it up. And by that I took it as like, oh, drinking and doing drugs. No, I was not actually. Thank you. But, um, the, the reason why he asked is because, in the photo, the people that I was around, they actually, so the setting was a rave, and um, I went through this whole phase of just loving EDM music, and I still, like, I could still vibe out to it, like, occasionally, if it's, like, good EDM, like, not, like, trash, (laughs) or, like, you know, just not good EDM, but um, if there is a difference, I don't know, but it's, um, when I was in that time and everything, I would, um, just kind of get into this mindset that wasn't super healthy, I guess you would say, but I really liked EDM music, but the thing that goes with EDM is typically people doing drugs or drinking alcohol because when you listen to EDM apparently like from what I've been told uh while you're high or while you're drunk it like is a super surreal experience like just you're going to get basically um out of it and just have a good time uh, and feel silly and so in this picture that I showed him um, the rave was called Life in Color, and you throw, like, it, for the thing, you would throw paint at everybody, like, you would just throw paint and cover your neighbor in paint, and it was, that aspect of it was so much fun, and I do, and I still enjoy it, but, um, like, thinking back to, like, throwing paint at people, but, um, in the aspect of, like, what was going on around me, people were drinking and like doing like you you didn't see them doing drugs but like you could tell there were like people who were stoned there and um for the people that were drunk and for those who were um like not but like mainly those who had been drinking and everything were dancing like inappropriately to the music like grinding was super super popular in 20 uh, 15, I think, 2014 through 2016 or 2017, it became, like, a huge thing in, like, high schools, like, it was considered, quote-unquote, like, okay, when it really should not have been allowed, but we're not gonna go down that path, anywho, um, it was, um, stuff like that that was happening around me, and, um, I don't remember if it was the last podcast episode or a couple back but um 
or I may have, I may not have said this ever, but I have been talking to people about this lately, so this has come to mind, but, but, um, when you hang out with certain types of people, you're going to end up becoming like them, and the Bible says that. I can't remember what verse. I will, um, aim to link it in the description of this podcast after we're done recording, but it talks about how, uh, the people, one, that you hang out with, you're going to become like, and another one, number two, is, um, don't lust after, uh, the things of this world, like, don't long to be like the people who are worldly, like, who are getting drunk, who are, um, having sex outside of marriage, and having just, like, a fun life, like, what looks to be, like, grass that's greener on the other side isn't somewhere that the Lord wants us to be, because he's the one who makes us lie down in the green pastures that ain't that, that type of green. He, (laughs) he makes sure that it's healthy green grass. Okay, so, um, some of you might be confused on where I'm going with this, but I promise there is an outcome, but, um, long story short, like, even when I was doing stuff like that, like, having fun with my friends, even though we weren't, like, getting drunk and doing drugs and stuff, I, that's not a part of my testimony, but, um, well, the alcohol part later down the road, but, like, um, at this point in time, like, no alcohol, no drugs, no nothing, um, just wanting to have fun and, like, do stuff that, was fulfilling for, like, a fleeting moment, but then would leave me thirsty and everything. So, my question to you guys is, um, why, girl, why you so thirsty? (laughs) That is the title of our podcast episode today, is, girl, why you so thirsty? Um, I was talking to, I think, one of my friends the other day who's an H2O fanatic, and which is great. You gotta stay hydrated. You need to drink your H2O because it is very, very, very important for your body to be hydrated. But she taught me something um, that I didn't know, and I'm 23 years old, and I'm, I'm sure I learned that back in high school, but it went in one ear and out the other, but... What she talked to me about is when you're dehydrated, you're actually, you've been dehydrated. So your body has been needing water for a long time, but that point of where it like actually hits you in the face of like, oh, I'm really, really thirsty, your body has been dehydrated for the past like couple hours or whatever that is. And so um, that blew my mind. I was like, oh my gosh, do you know how often I'm dehydrated then? Like, more than you would know. I really need to consume more water for my poor body. Um, but yeah, our bodies need water to live, and lack of hydration will lead to body issues, like, whether you see it as, like, diseases or what, um, exhaustion, uh, hunger because when you're thirsty you get more hungry and yada yada it's just not a good result when you dehydrate your body and don't give it water so let's talk about a famous woman in the bible that really needed a drink of water after this short break
<laughs> okay, so last we left off, we are going to be talking about a famous woman in the Bible that really needed a drink of water. So go ahead and turn in your Bibles to John chapter 4, and we're going to be reading a good chunk today. It's going to be, um, <laughs> chunk. I actually, that word is a fun word, chunk. Okay, anywho. Um, John chapter 4, and then we're going to go to 7, uh, verses 7 through 19 today. And the overall view of this story is Jesus having a conversation with this lady that really needed some water. Okay, so verse 7, and I'm reading out of NIV today. It says, When a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, Will you give me a drink? His disciples had gone into town to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, You are a Jew, and I am a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For Jews do not associate with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. Sir, the woman said, I lost my spot. Okay, sir, the woman said, You have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did also his sons and his flocks and herds? And then Jesus answered, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, but whosoever drinks the water I give him will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give him will become in him a spring of water, welling up to eternal life. This is her response. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I won't get thirsty and have to keep coming here to draw water. And then this is where I want you guys to really pay attention because this is where this huge revelation hit me in the face like two days ago okay so it says um jesus replies to her and he says to her "Mm -mm -mm. go call your husband and come back i have no husband she replied jesus said to her you are right when you say you have no husband the fact is you have had five husbands And the man you now have is not your husband. What you have just said is quite true. Sir, the woman said, I can see that you are a prophet. Okay, so this is where I want you guys to kind of like um, reread with me. So we're going to go back to where he says, go call your husband. So 16 He told her, go call your husband and come back. I have no husband, she replied. Jesus said to her, you are right when you say you have no husband. The fact is you have had five husbands and the man you now have is not your husband. What you have just said is quite true. Okay, so before, when I've read this in the past, I totally overlooked this little section, verses 15 through 19. And I had read it as a whole of like, oh yeah, 
Like, Jesus is talking to this sinner, this Samaritan woman, who, like, doesn't really know anything. And then um, she comes to the well, and Jesus just happens to be there. And then he tells her, oh, I'm the Messiah. Like, here I am. Like, I am everlasting life. Like, oh, yeah. Like, here I am. And then she's just like, oh, my goodness. And he's like, yeah. Like, dude, you have, you've not only had, like, five husbands the person you're living with now isn't even your husband and then she's just like oh man like in 19 like oh he's reading my mail but that's not at all how I read it this last time around I what I got from this is yes as we can see in the earlier texts um seven through um 13 Jesus is talking to her about um living water and how um, he has the answer, like, he has a place for, um, us to have access, or for her and us to have access to this living water, and she's like, well, where is it, and, um, he then goes into, um, just saying, go call your husband and come back, after she said, give me this water so I won't be thirsty and have to keep coming here for water, But Jesus replies, go get your husband and come back. And then she says, I have no husband. And then he goes to say, you're right when you say you have no husband. The fact is you have had five husbands and the man you now have is not your husband. What you have just said is quite true. So I had always read this as Jesus kind of like speaking, just like calling her out, like I said previously. But what i what i got now is that not only was he telling her and telling us and using this as an example for um telling us that uh he has living water like everlasting life salvation not only is he saying that but this is what i got out of it is not that he is the like the way the truth and the life and that he's the way to heaven but this time around Jesus goes to tell us and this woman that even though we go and we thirst and we thirst and we thirst after things of this world, whether it be um, drugs or alcohol or um, like smoking, I don't know, like sex, love, whatever, whatever you're thirsting at, like using and, and going after, Um, and it's not filling you up, it's because the only thing that is going to satisfy you, satisfy your soul, satisfy your spirit, is Jesus. And oftentimes, the biggest thing that I got from this, that he used, um, as an example, this woman, her story of her five husbands, which I hadn't noticed before. Again, I, I just thought that he was just calling her out like, oh, you've had five husbands, homie. Like, get it together. Get your act together because the man you are living with right now isn't even your husband. I was like, oh my gosh. That's not what he's doing at all. He was he was using her testimony as an example. She's, she, guys, like, this is it. She went through five husbands, five relationships, and every time she got into a new relationship, even though she was looking for that 
that fulfillment, that that love from that husband, she never got it. And she kept moving on from guy to guy to guy. And you see that in today's culture as well, in today's dating culture. You see people get in relationships and the next thing you know, they break up and they immediately get into another relationship to try and fulfill that lack of love, that like heartache, that hole in their spirit, that thirsting for that love and they're not finding it. So they, you see them keep moving from one to the other, to the other, to the other and you're like, man, like uh, John Smith, yeah, he's he's always in a relationship. Like, I, I tend to see that. Like, it's a reoccurring thing. Like, hmm, I wonder if, like, it's just me and I am not finding the love of my life because I'm single forever. No, like, <laughs> these people, like, be patient, okay, for one, for your future dude or dudette, if you are a dude listening to this. But um, it's like they go from um guy to guy to guy or from girl to girl to girl and it's because they're trying to find that love and that satisfying that thirstiness like they're thirsty and for me back when i was um like going through my addiction of pornography i would watch it and i would not be satisfied I would immediately thirst, and I would thirst for um, something to satisfy my spirit, my soul, and it would just come back void. It would come back empty because I was seeking things of this world, and nothing of this world can satisfy. It is through Jesus alone where we find that thirsting in in our spirit satisfied. And here, when this woman, she... The reason why I'm saying that we know that she was thirsting for satisfaction is because she says in verse 15 to Jesus, she says, Sir, give me this water so that I won't get thirsty and have to uh, keep coming here to draw water. But again, like when she says that, like, and I'm kind of like working this through now, it's like she didn't even know, um, who she was talking to, and Jesus says that earlier in the verses. He, uh, I believe he says it in um, 10. He's like, you don't even know who you're talking to because if you did, you wouldn't be asking for water from the well. You'd be asking for water to fill you um, within, like a springing up of a well within your soul, like overflowing. Um, And verse 15, Sir, give me this water so that I won't be thirsty she wasn't just thirsty for water she was thirsty in her spirit and i think that this um whole little story of jesus talking to the samaritan woman again isn't jesus condemning her um later in the latter half of the story or like calling her out for her sins and everything but he's using this to basically like give her what she doesn't even know that she needs and not only that, like, he's not just teaching her in this, he's teaching us as well, which we can see clearly, um, that it is through Christ and Christ alone again, that we, um, only find satisfaction and hydration, because otherwise, you're gonna keep coming up dehydrated over and over and over again. The world will dehydrate you, but living water will hydrate you. 
Jesus is the way, the truth, and life, and he um, gives us that living water that our spirits and our souls need. So, if we seek after God versus temporary, perishable, worldly things, we will be satisfied. We will feel fulfilled. We will find that um, desire fulfilled because it is in Christ and Christ alone. Reading your Bible, spending time with the Lord, seeking Jesus above all else versus seeking things of the world, which will honestly leave you high and dry and not satisfied. Well, (laughs) I hope you guys enjoyed this um, podcast episode. I do want to read a couple verses before we go, apart from just John uh, chapter 4, which was super, super good. And um, I loved reading. And if anybody wants to ask me any more questions, please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram or text or email. Um, I'm very much, I love it when I get your guys' questions and like um, stuff like that. It's really fun to sharpen each other and just grow. So Psalm twenty two twenty six says, The afflicted shall eat and be satisfied. Those who seek him shall praise the Lord. May your hearts live forever. forever. And then Matthew 5, 6, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. And then, let's see, let's read um, Psalm 107, 9. It says, for he satisfies the longing soul, and the hungry soul he fills with good things. So, um, take hope in this, guys. If you have been thirsting and thirsting and thirsting, and not being satisfied, not being fulfilled, um, I would say back up and, like, look at what you're doing with your life. Like, are you having too much TV? Are you having too much, maybe, like, working out? Um, something that you're idolizing above Christ, and... Maybe, like, take a step back from whatever that is, especially if it's a sin. Take a huge step to the right and pursue righteousness. Um, But if it is something that has just been um, kind of something that's been filling you up and then leaving you drained after and thirsting, that thirst will be satisfied in the living water. So spend time with the living water with Jesus and you'll begin to see a huge change in your life. And I'm super excited for all of you. I pray that you guys are blessed and have a wonderful rest of your, well, weekend. And yeah, I'll see you guys in the next episode.